Welcome to part two of our discussion based around women and their representation in video games. So to bring it back round to to the gaming side and, uh, and women characters as well, and it, it, as we attempt sort of now maybe just to wrap up, we might we'll maybe do another episode and revisit this again. Um, Obviously, I I don't want to say that sexualization of women is inherently a one hundred percent bad thing. It should never happen uh, or anything like that, because there's one character in video games that stands out and has used to sexualization in such a way that it transcends the negatives of it. But I've always felt awkward about how I feel about the character, and I can never put into words why I think it's a good thing, whereas others are a bad thing, and that is Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, I was like, where, where, as, 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 as women, where does she sit when you see her? And the again, she's over sexualized, but the way it's written, it's her choice, and she uses it as a way to to overcome prejudice or to uh, to give her extra power, but it's not in a way for pure titillation, it, it's got a use for it. So, I've always been really never been able to put into words what I feel about that. I yeah I feel have mixed feelings on her as well because she reminds me a lot of one of my favorite characters growing up uh was Ivy from Soul Calibur mm. now like her like her official art and stuff is just it's insane it's she's practically naked but I also think she's really powerful really strong that's actually a woman there that's you know quite buff and in some ways masculine but she's got you know giant boobs and her bums out so men are okay with it yeah but yeah when it comes to bayonetta like i just more of a problem is like so your hair is magic mm. uh you shoot with your with 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 guns on your feet like that's cool but how yeah uh, <laughs> i'm just like she more perplexes me i only ever played the demo for the first ever game because I like like it was cool, but I wasn't really that pushed on it. Mm. But like I've you know being a woman in kind of the gaming media, I'm just like you know keep my ear to everything. And yeah, she she kind of balances that line of yeah she's being sexualized, but also she is powerful, and you know you wouldn't want to get in her way. It is this really weird line that she straddles as much of a sexualized image that is. Yeah, I was going to say that I think um I don't I don't think sexualization in it in itself is is necessarily a bad thing. I think what no. ha- what the problem is is that the images of women are nearly all sexualized and that does not reflect reality because women you know some women feel empowered by being sexualized some women don't some people like to cover themselves up some people don't and um and i think the the problem is that when the characters are consistently sexualized even if they are really strong it's that it's clearly still sort of coming back to this agenda or we need to please the the, the male players of the games and stuff and there just needs to be a bit more diversity in that regard i think you need to have more powerful women who who are not sexualized and you need to have you know a a real variety of of characters and sexualization in particular it's the oversaturization of the sexualization yeah Yeah. and to the point where men expect that every character should appeal to them sexually yeah 
So do you think it comes down a lot to context as well then? So obviously with Bayonetta, it makes sense in the world that's built, the character that she is, and it's a fantasy world, so she can have magical hair. Uh, that, that comes, that stands to reason. But then you look at Quiet in Metal Gear Solid I was just 5. thinking about Quiet, so that, yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. It it's is, that, that, yeah, that is, that is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then you look at fantasy games and the armour or lack of a better word, or lack thereof, sorry. Yeah. It's that, ridiculous. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, it's, I, I, again, Bayonetta, I get, it works in the context. She's got magical hair. She's like, uh, she's like back think with hair. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, quiet is ridiculous. And you've got women who have got great armor stats, but they've got literally something maybe covering their nipples and everything else is on show. And it's... yeah. You're not going into battle prepared for that. Yeah, it's like um, uh, I used to play World of Warcraft quite a bit, and some of the armor that you used to get, mm-hmm. uh, the the full you know torso of the, of the female characters would just be completely revealed, and yeah, it was meant to be yeah. really good armor, and it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It was it was just a metal. Bikini. Yeah, basically, and it just it makes it 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 really like. Not, even if you don't take the sexualization into account, it just doesn't make any sense. It just does not make any sense. And the thing is, I've never, I've never played the game, but Quiet. Um, it, I, you know, I've had, I've had people sort of talking about it quite a bit. And when I heard about the character, it just made me feel as if they were looking for a reason for her to be that way, to dress that way. And you know, it felt sort of like. They were they were shoehorning it into the game in a way that just I don't know it's just always not been very appealing to me that it always felt very awkward to me but that's just my take on the matter so even when armor for female characters isn't you know uh, just a bikini it's still like got boob shape yeah yeah yes which when you look at realistic armor of people who do you know, actual like LARPing and stuff like that yeah. and reenactments, historically accurate stuff. There is no boob shape because your boobs ain't going to fit in there at that time because uh, chances are you're going to wear something really restrictive because you're moving a lot, yeah. uh, which will give you the lovely uni boob mm. that we're all fond of. <laughs> and um, it'll squish it down. And when you're wearing it, like, it's like wearing a T-shirt. Yeah, I don't have two boob plates when I wear a t-shirt or a tank top or any any of my clothing mm. unless it's structured that way and it's doesn't make sense to have this kind of weak point right at the sternum which is the solar plexus like like hit on that like why make the metal thinner there and have these protrusions which will just make it top heavy as well yeah yeah it really makes no it's sense just, it, it makes no sense at all so it's clearly there just to be like this character is a woman who has boobs yeah yeah, and it's bizarre. I mean, some games that do it lean right into it on purpose. And if you look at Dragon's Crown, for example, it's a ludicrous game, um, a vanillaware game, and the women are overly sectionized in on that. But at the same time, they lean into it, and so are the men. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's what the men wear is just as ridiculous. And when the game does that, you kind of go, do you know what? It's a bit uncomfortable to play in front of people, but fair enough. Yeah, there, and I'm all in on, I'm all in on both of them being overly sexualized. This is great. If I'm it's just looking consistent. at images of this dude with it. 
giant like yeah they've gone like, all in. triangular chest if, you, if you're gonna do it go completely go all in go stupid with it which is what they've done when you yeah. try and do it a bit underhanded that's when it gets creepy yeah yeah uh for uh becky's um oh oh jesus <laughs> Oh my! Just so you know the kind gosh. of exaggeration we're talking about. That is, wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, no, it's it's like that. Yeah, uh, it's, it, 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 but it works on, on on a level because it is so ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. Um, the you know I've seen it. One of the characters in there, the, the guy has bigger boobs than any of the women in the game. It's, it's yeah, it's, they are so top heavy. But uh, yeah, it's, it it shows the ridiculousness of it. I think it points it out really well. Now, I'm not saying it's a great example of how anyone should be treated in the game, but <laughs> if you're going to lean yeah. into it, lean into it. Yeah, no, there was, there was one game that uh, I covered, and they did not do that. They just had the over-sexualized women and normal-looking men. Mm. And that was one thing that I was just, like, not, not happy about this. Mm. <laughs> Uh, not like even in a village entirely of women, they completely like ostracized men. They were still wearing like the skimpiest of outfits, and one yeah. of them was like, "Oh, you should go talk to the men sometime." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> please, yeah. no." <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was not happy. And what's interesting is why the arguments you always hear, um, and it's one that always makes me laugh when you see it. People trot out the oh sort of. Now you can't even say to them that she's pretty, or you can't say to them that oh, I really fancy you. You can't, you can't flirt with them. You can't go up to them in clubs. Well, you can. You, you absolutely can. Yeah, yeah. But just if they're not interested, see, luckily for me, I, I, I was someone with no confidence whatsoever, so barely ever spoke to girls. But when I did try and got knocked back, I, I, I'd go back into my corner, into my shame corner, and just go, "Well, that wasn't worth me even trying because I'm a pathetic <laughs> human being." <laughs> Such was my confidence as a as a eighteen year old. But at the same time, but yeah, I can happily admit I can turn around. I mean, me and my partner talk about all the time. It's like I I find so and so on TV really attractive. Um, I would like to have sex with that person and so on and so forth. Doesn't mean that I'm one going to go and force that upon them. Mm. Two, I'm only going to watch stuff with them in if they are pleasing to me or being pleasing to me not not gonna happen it's okay to say to someone they're attractive in a certain way but it's not okay to force that upon them and that's what i think a lot of women feel is they're having all this forced upon them they've got to still provide a certain look for men mm. another another thing i've seen is that when you're paying a compliment pay it to towards their choices like oh that looks really good on you or mm. like think of how women compliment each other and how that's not creepy i think that's where like the bi lesbians have an edge up because we know how to compliment without it sounding creepy in that you know mm. oh you've paired that really well together or oh you you look really like fresh faced today or you know yeah just kind yeah of, like not making it yeah, just not just... making it weird really just making it no, yeah not not sexualizing it entirely like it's it's like it's just it's just really weird how some men will just like automatically go for sexy or hot and yeah talk about certain body parts and i'm like no yeah tell me like tell me my work looks great or tell me that like that you know the outfit i put together today looks really good because mm. chances are in a work environment i had to you know look professional and look well i don't want to look slobby so like one of the best compliments I ever received from a coworker was that um, 
I looked really well that day. Yeah. In terms of like what I was wearing. Yeah. And I and I felt like and I I had picked it out because I thought it looked well. So. And coming from even like obviously we this is a mental health based thing overall like the 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 the, the, mm-hmm. the, the site and everything is one of the things I've learned to do myself is actually if I speak to people and I feel I might be saying something that they might not understand or they might feel is offensive in the way I'm going to say it, I, I kind of preface it with, look, I apologise if this comes out wrong, but this is what I want to say to you. I'm not meaning it in that way. Just prefacing it or going like... At least showing some awareness. And it's okay. Yeah. I think what men need to be able to start doing is if they do see a woman, they just go, look, let me know if I'm saying this in the wrong way or you, know, or, or you feel uncomfortable. But don't just go into it. So, I, you know, I, I was speaking with my part, partner. We, we've started watching Killing Eve. And one of the things yeah. I pointed out, I went, I don't know if this is going to sound creepy. Please tell me if it is. But Jodie Comer has an amazing face. And she yeah. went, why did you say she's pretty? I went, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say she's pretty. She is, but I'm not trying to say she's pretty. But her face. She's got such an ex- the expressions she can put yeah, on her face. Yeah, you can change. It's just amazing. I, I went. I am so attracted to that, and it's not because of beauty or anything. It's just what she can do with her face. Mm. Now I'm trying to preface. I'm trying, actress, like yeah, I'm trying to say that. I'm trying. I don't want that to come across as, as creepy, but I know how that can come across. So my partner went, "Well, maybe don't say it like that." Maybe just say that you, you know, the way she can portray different feelings in her face is really good, and you find, you know, it's something you like. And like oh, okay. It's but about I think what we yeah. need to do as men is start asking to be educated a bit more. It's about being yeah. prepared to to take on the. I think I think what happens a lot of the time is people just get defensive, and you know, and it's about just being because obviously nobody's perfect. Everybody's everybody's. Uh, you know, maybe said something wrong at some point. Everybody has done that. Nobody is perfect, but it's about being prepared to be taught and being prepared to say, "Okay, you know, thank you for thank you for helping me out. Sorry if I hurt you or whatever." It's about being yeah. able to take on that critique without feeling that you've that it because it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily it doesn't mean that you're any worse as a person. In fact, if you're willing to take on the criticism and try to be better it's the complete opposite and you're just always being aware that you might make mistakes but as long as you keep trying to educate yourself it's fine as long as you keep trying to get better it's fine and that's not not just the case with men and with this issue but with everything in in life like this is why i really i'm not really that keen on council culture because it's this suggestion that nobody can ever change almost and if somebody's being quite stubborn about something and it doesn't look like they're going to change then fair enough distance yourself from them but do give people some ch- some chances to change and to to try and you know learn because yeah. that's better for everybody look at that time uh james gunn he made tweets like years years previous mm. and now i'd say he's one of the like that they were quite controversial what he said and he got like briefly fired <laughs> over it because everyone was like oh this is problematic and but he not only had addressed it and learned from it years previous but like he's one of the most progressive directors for like Mm. that sort of thing like he's you know he i follow him on twitter he retweets and he's very like open with his fans and you know Mm. does live streams with them all the time and that kind of cancel culture if if we hadn't like fought back and just been like 
give him back his job, then we would have lost out on a lot of great movies and a lot of Indeed. great movies to come. I, what, what I find happens as, as well, and I'm glad I actually mentioned the other bit before because this could come out very, very wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Is there is a lot of hypocrisy for both men and women when it comes to how we see each other. Mm. Um, is men want to see women as sexualized, but don't like it when they are sexualized. Um, like for me, one of the most awkward things is again, it came from when I young, came from when I was younger. Because I don't look like Brad Pitt, because I don't look like whatever the latest Hollywood sex symbol is, I feel inadequate. I've, you know, it's something I've always had. I've always felt inadequate because whether we like to admit it or not, as men, we are sexualized in ways that are yeah. just as damaging mentally yeah. as women are. But what we have as men at the same time is we have tons of stronger characters that we can actually look to who aren't perfect still that you know that aren't always ripped shirts shirts ripped off and stuff like that it's not not every scene is gonna mm. be the volleyball scene in top gun yeah whereas women there seems to be a lot of that in media where it is every scene is my uh, on every scene or a large portion of those scenes are women in some kind of sexual fantasy mm. no matter and how if they're not they're a grandmother yeah their yeah. mother or grandmother um, if they're not but at the same time women do a lot of what men do it's yeah. I, you know i i occasionally because my, my daughter watches milkshake in the morning i have the misfortune of having jeremy vine on um, and that's, <laughs> like, that's like just to see what the right winner said so i can make sure i'm not <laughs> falling into that trap as you often see it they, they'll talk about a story they talk about a bed and you see them i've just done a story about so-and-so woman how they've been treated going oh yeah he's really fit and you know oh, you know oh he's if you look at his body of he's really let himself go and it's like the hypocrisy yeah, yeah that that can be mm -hmm. frustrating so it's, it's not a in a way a complete defense of women are perfect and everything they do is perfect yeah but there are things they need to they like women do need to learn as well how they see yeah. men as well because we, we think we've got to be perfect so we expect women to be perfect at the same time and it's kind of to and fro but because men have always been in a more powerful position they can really throw that at women a lot more than yeah. women can the other way i think that's it see the the big the big difference the big problem is though is that it's the same with like you know this dance of like men get raped too all this sort of stuff it's that they only bring it up when we're talking about everything it's always in response to everything instead of just on their own going, hey, stop sexualizing men so much. Or, hey, you know, men get raped. Let's talk about this. Or men's mental health. Let's talk about this. It's always in response to women talking about their thing. Yeah. Yes. I think. And that's where the problem lies. I, I think, think it's the it's the power. It's the power structures as well, isn't it? Like it's the mm. it's the fact that men have traditionally been in power and the fact that yeah. um once once we were once once they realized they were important to baby making yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well <laughs> it's just this this thing about um when it's directed at women i think the concern is that it is reinforcing a lot of bigger problems than necessarily it mm. is when it's the other way around which is not to say it's not important it, it's obviously important um both both ways and i do think that men do have it tough you know that a lot of the the men that you get in hollywood and stuff are very ripped and they're just not and one of the things that i have a problem with you know with with that is that 
when you've got all of these super ripped men in in Hollywood, it suggests that 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 is the sort of norm when actually a lot of these actors have to go through very rigorous regimes to get to that sort of shape mm-hmm. in order to in order to sort of fill the role that they've been given sort of thing it's not it's not a norm by any means and it takes quite a lot of dedication to get to that point and obviously that will be damaging to young to to men and you know growing up sort of younger men and how they perceive yeah. themselves because that's not a norm by any stretch of the imagination but it is the the hollywood yeah. norm a, a huge enjoyable film of mine that i i really resonated with and it's actually he's one of my favorite actors in the end because he's never really changed himself too much to to, to fit or conform with with the roles he does was when ghost world came out um you've got thora birch in that Scarlett oh Johansson. yeah now Scarlett Johansson that's you before everyone yeah, everyone realised before she was, you know, apparently she became super hot and everything like that. She played a, a donkey character, if you will, and almost frumpy. And Thora Birch carried on that same character. Thora uh, Birch, I think, is one of the most, is an absolutely stunning woman, by the way. I, I absolutely love oh, yeah. Thora Birch. And Steve Buscemi, he's, he's all, I don't want to say, but he's always been seen as, quote unquote, ugly. Um, mm. Because you know he's got a, he's got an expressionist face to him. He's not like super bored or anything like that. And he's never really got against like I'm gonna have to get ripped or I'm gonna have to get some kind of surgery or do this and do that. And he's always been Steve Buscemi, and he's never let that affect his roles in any way, shape, mm. or form. And I think he's an amazing actor, and I think he's a, a someone who should be looked up to more as to look. This is what a man is. This is more what a man is. Now, again. Personality-wise, I don't know what he's like, and you mm. know, he could one day this could age really badly in a couple of years. This this little segment, yeah. But on that side of it, I've always got always Steve Buscemi can do it, and he can do that. Then maybe there is hope that it is about talent. That it's not just about how you look, because he has got to be one hell of an actor if he's able to get roles that others can't get, and he doesn't play the ugly character. In a lot of them as well, which I which I find really interesting that he gets the roles that would normally go to hunk, mm. for want of a better word. Uh, but yeah, Ghost World was the one that really set me to that. I think showing that it's you can make a film that's not about sexiness in any way, shape, or form. And I know there is like the story goes places with that, but I I just think that yeah. is a wonderful film that showcases visually and metaphorically how people are. Mm. Oh, but there is there is a lot more like variety when it comes to male actors. Um yes. like there was that period in two thousands where Seth Rogen was the leading man in everything. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and he was the bumbling weed smoking fat dude. Mm. Like that that was that was his shtick. Whereas um I'd say the closest you get with that with the women is uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She is actually like way more talented. Like my favorite Melissa McCarthy has always been her in Gilmore Girls. Uh, now she was bumbling and everything like that, but her her weight wasn't played as a joke. Mm. Yeah. Like it is in a lot of her later, a lot of the stuff that she went on to do. Mm. Like was she, was she in Michael Molly? Which that was, unfortunately, that was completely played on weight, wasn't it? Unfortunately, that one. Yeah, but Gilmore Girls, no, her weight is never, like, her weight is mentioned once. And that's when she's going on a date and she's concerned that she looks like a marshmallow. Yeah. Mm. 
that's that's the time. Like, and I've watched Gilmore Girls like ten times. It's kind of my obsession. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy actually, she's she's a she's a strange one for me in terms of I didn't initially find her funny, um, and uh, some of her films are god awful. I'm not going to hide hide that fact. But I've watched, but she brings, she's always the best thing in the bad films. She's such yeah. a good actress. Um, and I liked her in Spy, which I thought was a bang average film, but she played that brilliantly. That was a, despite her weight, but the weight was never a feature. Mm. Um, and she, she, she done that really well. Yeah, I think, she, again, you, you look at her and possibly Rebel Wilson as the closest yep. you get to that variety. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That and and again, their weight is often played for jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas they're not just played as a person. Mm. And it's like women come in different sizes, sizes other than skinny and large. Mm. Yeah. And when you look at when even the MCU did it with Thor. Um, yeah, in, yeah. In, oh, in yeah that was... but even that was then oh god bless him, you know, he's he's someone who but he will get better, he'll turn back into four. And it was played not. I don't think it was played as a joke, but it was played as a bit of a. It, symp- was, it was a joke, the, but a sympathy reveal, thing. Yeah, the reveal was definitely a joke. It's like, oh wow, he's let himself go. Oh, yeah. he's sad. He'll get back in shape. Yeah. it progressed into the sympathy thing. Um, whereas like I, I'm not skinny. Like I'm about size eighteen. I don't look it in the face, but I certainly am. Like I'm. And a lot of that actually came from health reasons that I have no control over. And a lot of people just blast women for their weight, whether they're it's up yeah. or it's down. No, it's, like... it's entirely your fault. You know, it is it's completely. Oh yeah, I'm lazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm lazy, and I've let myself go, and I don't care for myself <laughs> at all. That's exactly why I'm a size. Okay, that's why I get with my heart. Because... She, she, she's always out. She works. God knows how many hours a day she works in healthcare, in uh, social healthcare, um, and is always on the go. She's active, but she's big. And, yeah. You no. Know, yeah. Yeah. We don't, you know, she's got bad skin. She's got psoriasis and stuff like that. And she honestly gets people. You can see people looking at her, judging her, and it's horrible to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like my my thyroid, like about a year or two ago, just decided to shut down. Mm. Yeah. And I was putting on weight without even realizing it. And one of the days I was just like, I had new stretch marks that I hadn't had before. And uh, I by, by complete accident, we found my thyroid problem. Yeah. So I was getting a blood test for something completely different. And they were like, your levels aren't right. Yeah. I got to refer you back to your GP for this. And that's when he discovered I had hypothyroidism. And my body, even if I had been working out all the time and barely eating anything, I would not have lost a single pound because my body wouldn't let me. Yeah. And there's so many things like that that people don't know about another person yeah like even um lizzo she posted a video at, on tiktok of her working yes, out on her, I like she can, work yeah. out, she can work out and do stuff i can oh, yeah <laughs> and i'm half her size and i'm like go on girl yeah do you know what i mean and yet she's just like oh she's fat she's lazy and it's like you know nothing well she's yeah she she she, she might be really really strong i mean Let's face it. If you like, if you people who are who are sort of build trying to build muscle, a lot of the time that will come with with extra extra fat too. Like it, that's that's the way yeah. it works. Like you, if you want to put on muscle and you know you eat more calories and stuff, that doesn't it, it. It's pretty much impossible to make it all go to your muscles. Like it's it's very difficult. Like you eat, you eat more calories, you know, and that's that's the way it works. And I think um, that there is definitely this assumption. 
for both men and women, I think. But I think that given the sort of sexualization of women, sometimes yeah. it's more of a it's maybe more of a thing with with women being attacked, you know, for for that sort of thing. But I, it's definitely a problem for for men and women, and there's no consideration of of anything, you know, what what sort mm. of a person they might be like or or anything yeah. like that. And I think this is this is one of the things that needs that needs to happen maybe in, in video games is getting more people who who are just more sort of normal looking more into into games more diversity not just you know having the ripped characters anymore and obviously you get a lot of sort of more actiony type games and you might think well how will that work the character needs to be strong and stuff but you know you do get lots of lots of other types of games as well not every game is is like that not every game is you know where you're an action hero and stuff if my fallout 4 character can be bone skinny and still have a strength of nine yeah yeah <laughs> there, there we go yeah yeah exactly um but in, in, in your spy games and things like that is generally most spies don't look like james bond mm. or jason bald or anything like that most spies look like anyone you see in the street yeah. because they need to they blend need in to. <laughs> So yeah. how about we start letting people blend in a bit more when you're yeah. playing them in certain video games? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Call of Duty, where you need a ripped soldier because they are ripped soldiers, yeah. fair enough. But yeah. other games, maybe, you know, Watch Dogs, for example, games like that. Let's introduce more characters where they aren't perfect specimens or near perfect specimens mm. in terms of their physique. That you can do differently. A little cookie shelf, you know, a little, little punch on Yeah. And, and a little bit of squish. Yeah. Like... Again, I'm going to bring it back to um, a, the, an actor you mentioned right at the start, which was, I think, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think yeah. she was one of the best representations of a normal person in Hollywood that you get because she's neither ultra skinny, she's not ultra big, she looks normal. And that is, there's something fascinating about her because of that, because she looks just. I don't want to say looks bog standard because that's almost insulting, but she does. She just looks. No, standard. well, she 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 is quite thin in terms of like compared to some people I see. But again, I know people who are that thin. Where like, cause I'm just I'm looking at reference images mm. uh, as I'm talking, so I can. But yeah, no, like I know people that are like that look like her, and I am attracted to them too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like. But yeah, no, I loved seeing her in that film. I thought she was great. And even when it came to Margot Robbie, a lot of people backlash of like, oh, they've, you know, made her ugly and with her short hair and stuff. And mm. and it's like, no, uh, women don't want to fight in hot pants. If we have to wear shorts, we'll pick high, high rise. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you, it's... Mean, you don't want your thighs exposed to something to potentially be a target. It's No, but no... But it's actually on a sheer practicality of day-to-day wear, a high-waisted is less likely to fall down. Oh, there you go. There you go, then. And it's actually a lot more comfortable. Like, I love <laughs> high-waisted stuff. Like, it's literally just... Like, even these these leggings are technically high-waisted that I have on now. And compared to roaming around in booty shorts, like, it's just... It's, a, it's not very comfortable. It rides up in all the wrong places. Like, you'd have to... You'd have to keep digging out a wedgie. Shouldn't have to do that with her... With her high-waisted shorts they'll just fit there it's fine yeah <laughs> fair enough so what we're gonna do i'm gonna gonna slightly wrap this up now for two reasons 
two reasons. One, everyone's had enough of the women. <laughs> Indeed. We'll be back. <laughs> Don't worry, Becky. We're going to come back. And um, yeah, I, I do this from home, but my kids are out the back still. So I'm going to at some But just to finish off, what we've, what we've gathered from this, obviously, is that as women, you want every single character in every single piece of media, be it video game, movie, books, to be a black lesbian woman who's actually transgender with many disabilities and immigrant children. That's what every character every has to be moving forward. Yes? Yeah, every single one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and we won't. Uh, you're not going to rest until men don't oh, aren't no, able right. to play as men in video yeah. games. Anyway. No, that, no, not going to rest. Not going to rest every night and every day. That's all. I'm <laughs> I, I draw up the characters myself, and that's it. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, but no, it's been a it's been a been a fascinating talk. Um, this one, it's again because me, me and another man, we could discuss it and we can say all the right things, but we don't get it from a, a woman's perspective. Um, so it's been an absolutely fascinating talk, and I dare say this is one we will definitely revisit at some point because it's obviously we've not so <laughs> <laughs> women have been trying for how many years? <laughs> yeah. And I've done, I, I've done it in an hour and a half, so there we go. But yeah, we obviously we've not solved it. There's going to be other things that come out, and this is definitely something we'll yeah, revisit. Definitely. But honestly, to both of you, thank you for joining us with Thanks this one. Us. Yeah, um, it's been great. Yeah, no, and we'll we'll definitely get you back on for some more um, some more regular stuff yeah, as well. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Um, so. As usual with this, just if you want to discuss anything with us, then jump on our Discord. Everyone's open. Anyone will chat. We can listen to you then. If you've got questions or even if you want to challenge us on anything that's said, then please feel free to jump on there. It's a completely safe space. No one judges anyone. No one's actually going to, for want of a better word, blow smoke up your ass just because you said something. You could be wrong. People will say it, but you're not going to get judged for things. So that's there. Reach out on Twitter. Um, and if you do want to support us um, with hosting costs and stuff, then we do have a Patreon and a coffee account, and you can find links to those. But for now, that's been another episode of Deeper Cuts. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>